0: Hello and welcome back to the No Ratings Podcast. As you can hear from my voice, I'm in hideout. I'm at my in-laws. I'm sat on the dining table downstairs whilst everyone else has gone to sleep because we're recording this at stupid hours. As usual, uh, I'm joined by three other, uh, well, I'd say two not-so-busy blokes because they've got a lot of time on their hands, but Faisal is looking knackered. How's it going, bro? Oh,
1: mate, knackered is just an understatement. Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Man's going to
0: Qatar, you know.
1: Hey, it had to be done, you know.
0: Cold <laughs> that's right. why that's what
1: I'm real quick. That's what that's why I did my guitar take. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, you got
3: connections, though.
2: What about <laughs> your Uruguay tick, bro? Is that awesome to get the guitar? Huh? The Uruguay tick, was that awesome to get to Qatar? Huh? the take, awesome to get to Qatar? I prefer not to speak. Nah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh leah's bro, we literally just spoke about an hour ago. I hopped onto FTBL. L. I'm I'm not happy about this actually. You come you came you came and took my job. I don't took like I bro, don't I got like presenter. I
2: got bills to pay. Let's drop out.
0: Now I'm playing. How are you doing, bro? You good?
2: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you again for coming through, I, bro. The, the last time I was on this show was was the prediction show for the group stage, and since then, I think Twitter compared every single one of us to every single North African or Asian team every single game, bro. We've been the know. Iran defense.
3: We've been the Qatar defense. We've been the Tunisia defense. Yeah.
0: Hey, listen. You'll that go, first game. Defense
3: at least, bro, Morocco. Are, they've got a good defense nice. there. I've never. I'm not seen a Morocco com- comparison.
1: I'm taking, bro. I'm taking Hakimi, by the way. I'm taking. I'm, they call me I'm Hakimi. Be, you can be
2: Aguered or something like that. Bro. I'll go with hey, Magraoui.
3: I'm a gear. That, that <laughs> was my boy since early. Really yeah, man. Give me Roman size. Food. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so on the first day play. when Qatar lost that game. I think that was officially the greatest tweet or it, that we're gonna see in the World Cup. It was us four, and the caption was this is Qatar's back four. I was like, it's over. World Cup's done. Elite content. Yo, I mean, um, real,
3: I, I'm gonna lie, you, I blocked that guy, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the tweet earlier and I blocked him. And then all of you three were laughing at it. I was thinking, yo, should I have a laugh? I that thought Nobeda
2: was gonna be tight. I can't lie. I
3: thought Nobeda was gonna be pissed at it. Nah, <laughs> calm, no, no, covered. a good guy. I just blocked it so early. And then the guy was like, I think I was the only one I of us who blocked the guy just because it, uh, it's in, in my name. It's just a habit. I just block anyone now who chose. And then I was looking back at it, I was like, that's actually a funny tweet. But I was too far in <laughs> to unblock him. So good joke, fella. But hold up, man.
0: This, this guy <laughs> who tweeted that doesn't follow No Ratings Pod on Twitter. So he doesn't follow the podcast or nothing. It's just like he just had that screenshot, just sat in his phone. You weirdo! Oh, Why really have you oh, just got? It's creative.
1: Oh, oh, what he did! What he did! He saw he saw another account do it. It didn't bang out. He took yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's and more
3: like it. Yeah, that's,
1: that's, what, that's what that's
0: what
3: that's what saw time. <laughs> <laughs> one, whoa, what up, me,
1: for? <laughs> 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 I was gonna say one man's
2: trash is another man's treasure. That's what he saw, bro. He's like, right. that's that five retweet tweet. I can go to the moon of this shit. Hey, fair enough, bro. Game is
0: the game. I love it. Um, you will have heard from Amir already. Amir, you're home alone at the moment. Please don't give your address away. Um, no, I'm old. coming over on Tuesday. What are we having for lunch?
3: Um, fella, I'm not... There's no cooking happening. This is an Uber Eats thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> there is absolutely no cooking happening. When you're living on your ones, yeah? And it's not for a long, long time. You're just ordering food. You're just and out. It's not a... Do you know what I mean? I'm not putting in effort here. I me mean, can you cook i can follow a recipe which is like that. that's basically what cooking is isn't it i've offended so many chefs here no chefs are listening to no ratings <laughs> but I, I i can cook like i can hold my own but i'm just a bit busy and i'm a bit lazy so
2: damn so ladies races. out there any any potential suitors in the future umir is a brazy tactical but in the kitchen hey you got to be <laughs> The right? i all
0: right I want to say three of the fellas on this podcast are single, as far as I'm aware. Um, so, oh no, 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 no. Two of them are. Two of them are. So, someone just got dumped at this very moment. It wasn't me. Uh, moving swiftly on, I see he does not want to talk about this subject.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't yo, this speak. anything
2: but a World Cup preview, bro. Yeah, let, let, let's let's yo, get back into a the World way Cup we've chat. we've become
3: like a, a, a lifestyle podcast or whatever. <laughs> i'm down bro yeah. we're gonna do yeah, twitter man. topics next
0: yeah hey, you know one thing i really wanted to do um i don't even know if this is gonna make the edit because we're gonna get in trouble but i wanted to do <laughs> top 10 pengus ballers in the world but i felt like people get really angry so we, we're not oh, gonna thanks. do it
3: I, i'm there i'm there <laughs> i'm busy that day hold on <laughs> wait yeah. are, please,
2: are you saying you're in the list or you're there for the video
1: i'm there for the video okay I, I, I don't want to do this
3: floor. I can't lie. <laughs> laugh. Fede's top three. Fede's not top three. <laughs> top three. <laughs> all right, pause. move Lube, on. That's your, just clip. Lube, on that's your clip. I'm bro. not gonna lie. That's your clip. Fede's top...
1: Omid, He's two, but not top two, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> 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 You're a victim.
0: Wait, F- Faisal, can I just get it in, in your exact words? Fede is top three penguins ballers in the world. Then I can actually clip that together. <laughs>
1: Uh, bro, the Islam
3: community will come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Qatar fan base that he built up over the last two yeah, weeks. Yeah. That, Qatar, that Qatar plane ticket is going to be
1: revoked when you get to the airport, bro. <laughs> no, 100% bro. go, go back home, bro.
3: Hey, don't worry,
0: bro. We'll, we'll release the clip after you land and then we'll see how you get out of the country. What, you're trapping him in there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's, let's actually talk about World Cup um that we very vaguely touched on it there uh also if you're new to the pod make sure you follow uh make sure you subscribe give it the like and all of that make sure you follow us on socials as well the socials are absolutely flying at the moment flying off the shelves doing very very nicely it led to a point that faze will actually put a nice tweet out about the pod which I is that. very ge- i didn't ask him it was generous um to so shout out uh, i
1: was hoping for more people to do it but i was the only one <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah listen some of these lot ask to, to beg for He's retweets,
1: <laughs> bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right
0: let's do world cup as ever let's start with last week's icebreaker which was if you could play for one team in any world cup who would you play for let's not go into too much detail but very quickly let's get your answers amir has definitely thought about this over and over again so i'll start with you
3: Well, will start with someone else <laughs> <laughs> And you mean if we had
2: the option to play for all the national, all the countries we're eligible for, which one did you pick?
0: No, no. Any, you could play for like I don't know. You could play for Senegal, assuming you're not Senegalese, at any given point in history.
3: Oh, I'd play. Oh, for so like... like any any
2: national team in history. If I could put myself in that team, who would I pick? Yeah. Oof. And I was good enough for that team, obviously, right? Like I'm obviously, bro, bro. I've I'm seen, seen you like, play. Was,
3: though I'm, I'm picking '98 France.
2: Next time we play, Bay, trust me, I'm cooking up right now. But I'm taking 2002 <laughs> Brazil. That's what I'm taking. Oh, Lias.
1: Lias, I, I heard what you did to star player. Oh, my
2: oh, God. I'm telling, you, I'm telling you, there's this narrative going around that I can't kick ball. I'm loading up, bro. And I'm telling you,
3: let me not rhythm. speak too
2: much. I'm, I'm coming, bro. You know, you know when you get, you get to a new league, right? There's like Premier League adaptation. That's what's happening right now, bro. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm getting used yeah, to bro. the new system. I'm getting used to the new style of play. But if I could play for any national team ever... 2002 Brazil. Put me, put me in midfield, right behind Ronaldinho, Rivaldo, R nine. Them men, yeah, yeah. Put me in there with Gilberto Silva. We're running shit.
0: Lovely what? phase. The what? Uh,
1: Qatar
3: 2022.
1: Changing <laughs> the narrative. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'll
1: say no. I'll say. Oh, that's a, that's a toughie. I'll say. Uh, oh, I'll say Spain 2010.
3: That's what I oh, want. That's such a good answer. Uh, I, it, I've gone it'll be
1: with. it'll be it'll be it'll be me. It'll be me and Yester Chavy. Oh my god! Wait, you're replacing Busquets. <laughs> huh?
2: You're replacing Busquets.
3: Mobile.
1: Slap Xavi at the six. Me, me and Yester the eight. Interiors. Oh yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's. Yeah, I've never heard uh, <laughs> another man make that sound effect. Whatever that was. Anyways, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's gonna be my oh, new, right my right new right ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm going France, 98 eight.
0: Yeah, lovely. Where, where where would you play though? Where'd you play? Centre back?
3: No, nah, I'm, I'm a little midfielder. Put me at. Do you know? What, can I really go at six? Mind, put me in at six. Get Vieira there. Get Zidane there. We'll cook.
2: Go captain the team. <laughs> it was a great run, but
3: I mean, I mean,
0: I have this perception of you, May, of being very tall. Am I wrong?
3: I'm just, well, how tall am I? I'm six foot outside. I'm 5'11 inside. That's what we're seeing. <laughs> but but I'm tallish. Yeah, like my real height, if I'm not lying, if I'm being a good Muslim, I'm 5'11. But outside, I'm six foot. <laughs> and to everyone else. <laughs> on I'm Twitter, six you're six
2: one. <laughs> on, on Twitter, I'm
3: 6one oh, yeah,
1: taller
2: all three of us, then, bro.
3: There you go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Aside from Omeh uh, being 6'3. I actually mean, a complete caveat to this. Me and Faisal actually met for the last time. For the last time? For the first time. That was crazy. It was the first time. Faisal was not dying, don't worry. We <laughs> met for the first time last week. It was, it was actually oh, very yeah. nice. <laughs> 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 it was very nice. Um, all right, let's talk uh, World Cup. The knockouts have now been mapped out. We've seen some absolute drama. I tweeted earlier saying that I think this is the best World Cup group stages I've ever, ever seen. Um, But one thing for sure that I think is not the best I've ever seen is our predictions. We've been muddied constantly on social media. So let's look at our predictions. For those of you that missed the predictions episode, uh, there was a deal on the cards that whoever got the most predictions right would get 100 quid from me. And obviously, if I got the most right, then I would get to keep my money. At the moment, we don't know who's in the lead. But if you look at the groups, group A, Faisal had we all had Netherlands finishing first, so we'll all get some points for that. Faisal had Qatar. Finishing second. What happened there? You may as well explain the selection. The whole internet wants the whole of the internet wants to know. Uh,
1: okay, now uh, this episode will be dropped tomorrow, and you guys will see me in guitar tomorrow, and that's why I did it. it was all, it was all part of a masterclass. It was all part of a master class and it worked out for me. <laughs> it worked out for
0: me. That was okay. the cheapest laugh ever. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Leyes, you went Ecuador
3: second. That didn't work out either.
2: We were so close. And great I'm not going to lie. Up.
3: I thought Ecuador so were close. the second best team in that group. Mm. Bezos
2: trying to compare my Ecuador pick to his Qatar pick just because they didn't get out. Of, just because both of them finished in the same place, basically. How can you celebrate being third? Come on, man. I, hold on. Hold on. I didn't celebrate, but I said my pick had more credibility than yours, bro. Ecuador had a better For tournament sure. than Qatar by a mile. Come on. You
3: know, I thought Qatar. After the predictions, I went and watched loads of uh, Ecuador games and I was like, I think I've said they're going to finish like third or fourth in the group. And I I went out and tweeted, I said, I must be underrated them. Like I changed my prediction after the prediction video for Ecuador specifically. And I thought they were better than Senegal uh, in the group stage. So I I think it's completely different to the Qatar show.
2: One last thing about Ecuador too, right? They're done at this tournament, obviously, but they are the youngest team at Conmebol. Like they Mm. will be back. A lot of good young talent there, Caicedo. If he wasn't already on every single wish list of a Premier League team, he definitely will be after that tournament.
0: Also, Plata, love that guy. Platic He's baller, cooking. Yeah. Um, group B, we all had England and USA, apart from. Wait, what was my predi- What way, was your,
3: your prediction? Or my prediction for Group B? Uh, ne- oh,
0: Neverland and Senegal. Oh bless! So me and you got it right. Uh, but Group B, a man tried to put that in right before I was about to kill him for Group B. That's why he said that. Uh, Group B, you had Wales finishing second. Are you all right? (laughs) Long day. I
3: went really really heavy in my Kiefer Moore prop. And to be fair, he was actually really (laughs) good. Uh, But for me, it was like... Yeah, he he actually did. Um, But for me, it was just like between Wales or USA for second spot. And it was just a flip of the coin. And also, everyone went for USA. And I just have it in my nature to... Go against the green. Uh, but I, I didn't realise that the USA were going to be as good as they were. I, I haven't really been watching many of their games before this tournament. Uh, but now, sort of watching them through the World Cup, I've been massively impressed with them. Their midfield three is ridiculously good. Tyler Adams, one of the players mm-hmm. of the tournament as well. So, yeah, like, I just wasn't familiar mm-hmm. with their game. They're really good. I owe you an we're... apology. <laughs> yeah, I owe them an apology. They're g- generally like, one of my favorite sides to watch in the World Cup now.
0: We'll uh, go through the groups. For those of you who sat at home thinking, oh, I, I missed the predictions episode, we'll go through the groups and then we'll look at the knockout stages and predict from there. But these predictions won't have any weight because we've already put our predictions in. Um, group C, Argentina-Poland, Faisal and Lierz, you got it nailed. Amir Argentina-Saudi Arabia and I went Argentina-Mexico. Saudi Arabia should
3: have finished second. They were the second best team in that yeah. group, man.
1: They were, they were.
3: The the game against and Poland, nice. I, I, I thought Poland were worse off in ev- all three of their games. Shezny just had a classic, like, group stage. Um, and I thought Saudi sh- were, were for sure better than Poland, but Poland won. And even if, sort of, Saudi got a draw in that game, it would have put them in good stead. But, like, on, on performances, I think I'm happy with my predictions. It's just that, like, I would have preferred Mexico go through even ahead of Poland. I just, I, I wasn't were the Poland worst team well. in that group. Yeah, for me, I think on performance. Oh,
2: the worst teams of the tournament, period, bro. Pulling her horse.
3: Yeah. yeah. But shout, shout out um, Shazdan because he dropped classics.
0: He's been unreal. Uh, Group D, I've had a stinker here. Three of you went for France. I said Denmark first, France second. My theory on this was France don't have a midfield, but clearly it don't matter at all. And we, the rest of you all had Denmark finishing second, but they actually had the stinkiest tournament, awful. along with Serbia, I'd say, out of everyone. Faisal, if I'm not wrong, when we did the predictions, you were like, Denmark, 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 no? It's yeah,
1: he one country. He's yeah. back I'm in his Danish, own. Bro. I'm Danish, bro. I uh, lived there for six years. Yeah, I
3: the thought thing so, is, which is uh, what I like. See, they run into the tournament, and especially in the Euros and everything, like Denmark, especially in the Euros, were really, really top side. As in, like, better than most of the teams there, tactically. So, to be honest, I don't know what happened. I, I didn't think, I, I don't think I caught a single Denmark game. Uh, this tournament. I don't know why. I was just... I don't know. But like, so I don't know what me, went man, wrong with I, that. I,
1: I, 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 at I, I, spoke, I spoke to
2: my cousin. I'll look at their forward line, right, with Doldberg, with Braithwaite. Uh, there's another name that I'm... Cornelius. They just don't have anyone up front, bro, that you can rely on for, for output. Like, Denmark weren't, for me, a bad footballing team. Like, they played good stuff, but they were so toothless up front. And then when you miss that many chances, when you're that stale in attack, Ericsson for me has been really good for United this year, but had a terrible tournament individually, mm. in my opinion. Denmark, there was just something completely Were they,
3: were awesome they creating there. good chances but, or but, were they creating enough chances? Yeah. Nah.
2: Not enough, no, but like okay. it doesn't even matter when you have... like, like Even if you create yeah, yeah. one chance, like maybe you can get lucky. Bro, they have no one up front that you can rely on for goals.
3: Yeah.
1: And I spoke, I spoke to my cousin who lives in Denmark. He, he, he was just blaming the manager in terms of the, the system, the wrong system he was playing. The, the, the star man who was supposed to be Scott Olsen. He was never mm. played in a position where he should he should be playing, where he usually plays with Club Brugge. It was, just, it was just the manager. All the blame went to the, towards the manager, which is, which is fair.
0: All right, Group E. We Three of us had Germany finishing top. Only Omer had Spain finishing top. And all the ones that said Germany would finish top, we had Spain finishing second. None of us said Japan. We're going to talk about been Japan.
3: Decent, you know? I'm not mad at my predictions. So.
0: Uh, I mean, you had Wales finishing second. So. Uh, that's you the had Saudi only finishing it. second. Saudi you're a Denmark.
3: Your <laughs> <I mean, laughs> so I'm saying they're not massive misses, really. <laughs> I mean, On XG, you're,
2: you're balling out, I think, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> X predictions.
3: I'm sign, bro.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: At group
0: F, we all had Belgium qualifying. Belgium have gone home. Um, we are going to talk about disappointments and so we'll come to that. I had Morocco finish in second. Leeds had Morocco finish in second. Amir and Faisal, you both had Croatia qualifying. Uh, had and they've Croatia also qualified. Well. So... Oh, yeah, but they that, didn't even finish that. first.
3: Yeah. No, me, they no, they
0: didn't. Morocco did. Morocco so, shot Morocco. This guy's trying to get any, like, half take over the line. Man, I am, I am, um, I am. Group G, o- Amir, actually, you got this right. Uh, Brazil and Switzerland. The rest of us said Brazil and Serbia. And we'll talk did. about Serbia. Shout out Granit Jaka, my boy. Man of the match again. Even did a little signal to the Ser- serbian fans i loved it my guy <laughs> everyone um, off their bench like run on
3: the pitch as well yeah
0: he loves it man group h we all had uruguay qualifying me and amir and Faisal had uruguay top only lears had portugal top I uruguay believe
2: Ronaldo, what can i say i got faith in my guy man cristiano came through <laughs> yeah, is, that your, is that your guy Yes, sir.
0: (laughs) You best believe that's getting clipped up. Um, Right, let's talk about the knockouts because that's what most people are going to be here for. But if you're thinking about that 100 quid, I think we're actually very close points-wise. I want to say Umir or Lies is ever so slightly ahead. And that
2: Mbappe golden boot thing is what's going to edge it to to Umir because, oh my God, man. Oh my God.
0: For those of you that didn't listen to the predictions pod in that one, uh, Leas predicted Mbappe to win the golden boot. We all made a noise, and then he folded in the pressure and went for Harry Kane, and Harry Kane is nowhere near it. Um, and then I, I we will come to that
3: Peter Mbappe in due said.
0: course. In due course, we'll come to that. Uh, the Cup knockouts. Netherlands take on USA, Argentina take on Australia. This episode goes out tomorrow, so we won't talk about these two games that much. I also think Argentina-Australia is a pretty foregone conclusion. Uh, I think we're all quite convinced Argentina will win, but Netherlands, USA. Uh, Faisal, you tweeted something about in the first game, actually, this is something you did get right. I don't want to give you your kudos here, because normally you get battered. And before the pod, actually, Faisal was feeling a little bit sorry for himself. I thought, I thought let's, uh, let's be nice to Faisal here, you know, um, until he gives us a sensational clip so we can make him look like it <laughs> <again>. <laughs> <What> a fool <remote laughs> so again. gives you the <laughs> um, You are absolutely loving USA's midfield, but one man in particular who was impressing you at Valencia. Oh, oh
1: Yunus Musa. Yes. Yes, yes. No, no, he's been, he's been, he's been elite. And Gattuso deserves a lot, deserves a lot of props this season for for using him, using him correctly. Last season he get he didn't he didn't get, he played a lot two seasons ago. Last season he didn't play as much as he what he, he was hoping for. But this season Gattuso's got him playing like spectacular. And this season, and then the World Cup so far, him Weston Kenny who who's impressed me to be fair. But I think yeah. as as Amir mentioned, Tyler Adams has been. He's been elite. And, and what, what I like about Tyler Adams is what he did off the pitch as well. His his response to to the uh, to the Iranian interview that, that he had a press conference. That was that was elite. And and taking taking into account he's only 23, 24 years old, mm. shows sh- shows how shows how mature he is. Uh, but yeah, you understand Yeah, I agree with Faisal's
2: me. take, to be honest yes. with you. I had a lot of question marks about the US. Honestly, mostly because of Greg Bearhalter. Like I looked at this guy as was he capable of coaching this golden generation of U.S. talent, but I actually think he's done a really good job. Qualifying was a mess, but they were undoubtedly the second best team, in my opinion, at the World Cup. The one question of the U.S., right, they are very good in three phases of play, all three of them, but football is about winning games, and these guys cannot put the ball in the back of the net nearly consistently enough. Two goals in three games. Luckily, their defense was excellent, but that, that's a major question mark for me. But outside of that, I agree with Faisal, bro. Mensah, McKenney, who I want to see a little more from because this is a guy who, who's played at Juventus for a while at Schalke. He should have a lot of experience, and he should be the standout midfielder in my opinion. I think in moments he, he's shown glimpses, but I need to see more from him. And of course, Tyler Adams, who his maturity is excellent. He's an excellent player in general.
0: Are we giving USA a chance in this game, or are we everyone back in Netherlands?
2: I back the Netherlands, but I definitely give the U.S. a chance. Like, yeah, I the USA definitely game. have a
3: chance, um, especially yeah. sort of given how well they can counter press, I wonder if they can get um, sort of force a force a mistake on. I don't know, sort of maybe Nathan Ake on the ball, maybe Van Dijk mm. on the ball because Van Dijk is not used mm. to playing these central areas. He plays more on the left side of uh, the defense, so. I don't know. I, I think they, they do have a chance. Um, I think that's one of the more close matchups, possibly the closest matchup uh, of the knockout stage. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if either team won.
1: Apart from the like USA would win, because I think with Holland they were lucky to win the first game against Senegal if it wasn't for Mendy's two blunders. The mm. second game, let's be real, Equator should have won that game. They were lucky to even leave with one point. And the guitar game, I'm not even taking that. I'm not even <laughs> that game seriously. <laughs> uh, but I feel like I don't know. I feel like ha- Holland hasn't convinced me at all. And and of course the the the, the Memphis still being not being one hundred percent is is a massive, it's a massive question mark for them. But it's just Gakpo now, three goals.
3: But free yeah, Gag- Gagpo is sensational though. And I think what one, one thing that is in favour of uh, the Netherlands in this tournament is I think they racked up seven points in three games. Um, Loads of the other big teams who have performed better haven't done that. And they obviously have this like ball striking killer uh, in in Gakpo on the other side. And then a a relatively strong uh, defence in terms of like the individual. So I think maybe if they've, even if they have been performing poorly, they're a really tournament kind of side, if that makes sense. Um, So yeah, shout, I'll, shout I'll, out
2: too to Frankie De Jong, right? De Jong, De Jong. Yeah. I've been saying this at the international level. I think he's one of the best on the planet. He, mm. he for me, he runs that midfield by himself basically. Whoever mm. you put next to him, Classen in front of him, Coop Miners next to him, De Jong has been sensational. And in fact, he's even pitching in on the other end with assists. The Gakpo goals of his own. Nah, yeah, I, that, that one assist. I think it was in the
3: second game. Like amazing. Like it was just the first one. The Gakpo game. Oh, was the first game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah, that cross. Yeah.
2: De Jong is just showing that he has so many different uh, bows to his arc, bro. He's unbelievable, man.
0: I'm moving swiftly on. Uh, Argentina, Australia. I think we all agree Argentina will win this. I don't think it's going to be easy, by the way. We have got uh, a pretty strong Australian following, so I don't want to sit here and absolutely break you. Shout out you lot for making the round of 16. But I think realistically, the task at hand is to beat an Argentina side that I think are starting to come into their gear and start to come into their zone. Um, And I think they've played against three completely different types of sides so far. And Australia will try and have a little bit of a go. But I think Australia have landed in this place by really like really World Cup moments do you know what I mean like the sort of moments that they'll have in their like history reel but there isn't like a, I don't watch them and go that's how they are going to win a football match mm-hmm. uh so I personally don't give them a chance against Argentina although I don't think it's going to be like a 4-5 no I think it's going to be like a a tighter game a difficult game for Argentina but I think they'll score at the right time and then take the game away
2: one thing I know, Faisal is going to tweet 10 minutes before the game saying, Imagine if Leo goes out. Imagine his legacy <laughs> if he goes out. Faisal's training on Messi's downfall right now.
1: He uh, killed bro, 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 bro. Listen, Messi's to go. Messi's to go. But I just, mm. the thing is, yeah, I, I I want, I feel like this after what's happened with Ronaldo, I really want Ronaldo to to, to go, not win it, maybe not win it, but maybe go further than what Messi
3: does. Well, just, like having just like a moment see or what something.
1: Energy.
3: Yeah. Huh? And I was just saying, like, have a moment or something, like a Yeah, a yeah I, a I, knockout I, game or something think, like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, exactly. I just want to see the energy of the fan change and see how they would react to Ronaldo. But yeah, like... Hopefully, I
2: know yeah. you're waiting for it, because the way Faisal tweeted at me when Ronaldo claimed that goal <laughs> against that, Bruno... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... no, but Argentina, I agree completely, uh, Nubeid, like we spoke about on Final Wish. So, our Argentina are very quietly starting to find the right formula, in my opinion. I don't think they're going to go on to win the tournament because I think there's aspects about Argentina that it doesn't matter what lineup they put out, they will still struggle in terms of, I look at their wide players, especially outside of Di Maria and especially at his age, how much can you consistently rely on him? Who's that guy who can really pick up the ball and get past his defender, both on the outside and the inside. I do like the, the McAllister inclusion. Mm. Mm. Rosalzo was such an important player to this Argentina team. And I think people severely undervalued his absence in the team because the first game you're playing Guido, uh, Guido you were playing uh, De Paul, and you're playing Paredes. But you're really missing that like auxiliary left midfielder slash left center midfielder slash left winger. Los Celso did all of that stuff. Yeah, but McAllister, I, so, I think, is coming to this team. I think he's taking it up another level, bro. I think McAllister has been better than what Los Celso was.
3: The thing is, I, I was confused watching that first game. Just how I, was, I think I tweeted something like, what did Loselso even do to yeah see absolutely. the Argentina that we're actually seeing now. Um, and people in the replies were sort of mentioning Griezmann's role now for France and also Bernardo's role for City. And I think that's a nice comparison just because you need that sort of linked player who can support basically all parts of the midfield, connect the defence to the attack. Um, but you're right, McAllister's sort of doing that. I think Enzo uh, in particular is uh, facilitating that really well as well. And I think credit to the manager as well, because... I think in the first game they really left the middle areas quite vacated, so they couldn't progress the ball at all. Now they're playing a bit more with Di Maria, they got McAllister in there, Enzo as well. So they're a team that I think that's improved the most tactically over the course of the competition. Um shout, and obviously, shout
1: out to your boy as well. Shout brilliant. out to your boy Alvarez as well.
3: Ah, I think he's elite. I think he's one of the he's, best strikers he's in the, the world truth, already. Man.
2: He's
1: the truth. Imagine
2: that's your backup striker.
3: It's I'm crazy. sick, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. It's Ridiculous. It's crazy. I think he'd start yeah. for like all but. Two of the Premier League sides, I think, just Kane and Who are the two? Kane, Kane, Kane and, and Haaland, and, probably. Um,
2: probably, I agree. He's that good, man. No, I completely yeah, agree. Yeah. And, and Messi, we got you some help now, bro. Help is on the way. And you look at that, that <laughs> side of the bracket. I know we're gonna talk about the other the other games in that uh, in that bracket. I think Argentina and Brazil are licking their lips, looking at at the potential oh, fixtures. Obviously, no team, any team, can beat any team in this World Cup. We've already seen enough evidence of that. But for Argentina to realistically have uh, Australia and then one of the U.S. or Netherlands to get through to a semifinal, they are dreaming about that. And Brazil to have to go through South Korea and one of Croatia and Japan, that's a dream for them. So I'd be extremely stunned if on, on, what is it, December 18th, the World Mm. Cup final, a South American team isn't contesting it. I'd be extremely stunned. Wait, in Japan...
1: just, just go back to the Alvarez thing. Like, after this World Cup, if Alvarez balls out, like a serious a serious chat needs to be spoken about uh, about the, a certain Inter Milan striker. Lotaro mate. mate. Honestly, mate. Like, like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to start my, my agenda. I'm going to start my agenda soon, bro, about this guy.
2: Faisal, they were asking me really, like, what's the main concern that you have looking at this Argentina team ahead of the tournament? And I, for me, it, it's always been about Lotaro. I think Lautaro in, in a two... Can work well, especially when he's playing off the likes of Lukaku, especially that that Scudetto winning season that they had. Zacco, he works well with him as well. But leading the line is a totally different aspect mm. entirely, especially for Argentina. Um, I know he's had a, a decent enough record for them in the past few years. Obviously, led the line for the Copa America, but I always had question marks going forward. And I think Alvarez has just shown how much Argentina has been screaming for a guy who's Alvarez is powerful too. That's that's the thing that uh, really caught what I was me by surprise. Mention running in behind and and like the way he strikes he's he's a very powerful figure especially for a player that young i'm a big fan of him man you know know. ralph was a genius bro ralph ralph had him and enzo fernandez on his wish list and oh man what a a martyr bro (laughs) (laughs)
1: it's it's really interesting yeah the last 10 years argentina's always played with one up front like the the Higuains, the the conagueros latore martinez the thing is none of them actually shined i think this guy is the only one so far one game in this is too early but if he does it consistently against Australia and as 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 Leah said against Holland or the states, you never know, man. No, definitely,
2: man. Higuain. Like I think Higuain had a decent amount of success. Obviously, he choked in the biggest moments. But yeah, Guero, for example, no matter regardless of how many goals he scored for the national team, he only ever scored two World Cup goals, and they came in this last tournament. Never mm. really stood out. I, mean, I think yeah, so they, they didn't him
3: properly. To but like even then. Like he, he didn't really stamp his mark on the t- on the side. Just a right. last point on on Alvarez, I will say, um, he's really impressive because if you watch the goal, that long shot that Messi scores, it looks like it's just like a moment of Messi magic. But if you there, there's this clip going around Twitter, uh, it's like a bird's eye tactical view of, of the thing, uh, and and Alvarez makes this diagonal run and he shifts like three defenders along with him, um, and it speaks to your point about him being really powerful and dynamic and making these runs in behind that space basically opens up the space for Messi to shoot in. Um, and just making these consistent runs, it gives Messi a little bit more space behind the striker as well. Um, so it's not directly his finishing, which is remarkable itself. It's just sort of the effect that he's having on the team in general, being a counter-attacking threat as well. So I, just, I love him. He's just a proper proper striker.
0: Like yeah. a little bit of a throwback of a proper striker. He really reminds me of Aguero when he first came on the scene. That really fearless... As... He, shoot.
3: He, he reminds me of... Aguero, in his aesthetics, like how he looks, like how he strikes a ball and things like that, but he reminds me as well of, and people might disagree with me on this, but he reminds me of Karim Benzema um, because especially if you watch him for City or if you watch him before he joins City, and his role is really complete in that he can drop into these number eight positions, these number 10 positions, he passes really well. If you watch like Leon Benzema, I see so many similarities in terms of the function of their game. Uh, and then aesthetically, uh, how they look in terms of just actually striking the ball and things like that and dribbling, uh, it's a bit more Aguero. But but I've always Faisal's
2: not, Faisal's not uh, vibing. I'm your head. so I'm happy.
1: About that. I'm so happy. He said Leon Benzema. I'm so happy he said that. <laughs> Obviously, oh,
3: bro. He's like what? He's 19 he's years young, old. Yeah. right? 19.
1: I'm happy he added. I'm happy he added that Leon Benzema. <laughs> or, like,
3: or really, <laughs> a, really early like Real Madrid. But like I'm not talking about Ballon d'Or Benzema. Uh, but I'm just saying like as a strike, he's not a pure nine. He's a guy who can. Really drop into sort of the wing areas, number eight areas, and run behind the last line as well. He's a really like complete. Oh, look, I mean,
0: pure nine in the sense of like in the same sense of Aguero. Sport. In terms of when he's in the, when he's in the box, he he hits the ball in awkward angles for keepers. I know that's such a basic thing to say, but Aguero shoots near post from really tight angles. Most striker pull it across the box. I think you know the the, the game he scores in he has a second chance where he blasts it like 100 miles an yeah. hour into the side netting. That reminded me so much of Aguero. Like ball stuck under his feet and somehow he can get so much velocity on his strike. It's scary. How, like the kid is you know, is know how powerful. ridiculous
3: it is that he, he strikes the ball and he has these like real killer number nine instincts but he also has the com- completeness to play sort of wings and also make passes yeah. from like number eight, ten. That, like people are not deep in it because we have Erling Haaland but like this is one of the best young strikers in world football like he's so complete he can do a bit of everything Um, Mm, so we need to play for for Um, two months to get on that pep body
0: (laughs) unfortunately (laughs) uh, we have six more games to talk about we'll skip a few I'll just touch on them very quickly now Brazil South Korea I think we can all agree that Brazil probably win that game Uh, South Korea will cause their their problems they're they're not an awful team but um, I, I just can't see a way past Brazil I think Brazil have so many options going forward um, even this game against um, Cameroon, they rotate that front four, and that front four is good enough to play for most of the teams in this World Cup. Um, so unless someone agrees, I think we can move swiftly on from Brazil, South Korea. Yeah.
2: If South Korea beats Brazil, that's the biggest, biggest shock upset of history. Yeah. Pretty, that's the. I know my dad will continue tarping about Algeria, Germany in 1982. I'm sorry, pops, but this is <laughs> that's the biggest upset in World Cup history, bro. And,
1: and, and if that happens, the name uh, Neymar is, is, is finished. Like, all the. Okay. All, all the all the if he plays, oh, so that's please. Yeah, lose yeah. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're in still, trouble. It's if just, a just a one-off game, isn't it? Nice. it's done. All, all, all the third, top top three, top four generation is finished, bro. It's finished.
0: <laughs> all right, Brazil. of the way, France, board. Poland. I think we can all agree. We all said Poland are one of the worst teams in this tournament. I think France will. Wipe They're, really the floor. <laughs> They're really good
3: defensively. They're really good defensively.
2: Chesney is really good. Yeah, as I said, they're not really like this.
0: They concede some I mean, really, really good, good chances.
3: Yeah, I mean they have a decent shape and, and like a good intent when they defend. But Chesney saved them those. I'm just saying, like it might be a low scoring game. Uh, Let me well, say well, this. France I have to be careful sure when I laugh be.
2: at Amir's takes these days, bro, because I, I got I got caught slipping uh, on the Saudi Arabia
3: I love one. Bro. I, <laughs> <actually love that>. <laughs> <laughs> I got caught in the crossfire between bro, that one. So. I, I subtitled so, your Amir's land, bro. My fault. <laughs> 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 No, no. But France, France for um, sure. Massive favorites
0: there. Mm. We got Morocco, Spain, Japan, Croatia, Portugal. The thing is, Portugal, Switzerland, Japan, Croatia, I think. Are two very tight games. I don't think there's there's not too much to separate these teams. Mainly because I think Japan suit playing against Croatia. I think Croatia are an age inside. They've got to this point because the rest of their group, inclu- obviously including Belgium, weren't great. Uh, Portugal, Switzerland, Switzerland are, are the standard knockout team that can pull, pull really, their they're, way they're past
3: really anyone. A nice side, I think. I I like. I was impressed by Mbolo today. I thought he was way older than twenty five. He's only twenty five. He had some nice yeah, sort of link up play. Oh, he's been he's around a for a pro- long time,
0: bro. Yeah,
2: he was just... my go to guy in career mode a few years ago, bro. Every
0: time yeah. I <laughs> everyone was telling me he had like star yeah. boy status. Yeah, bro. yeah, man. Uh, he, when he came on the scene, everyone was talking about this guy as like one of the best strikers in the world. And then I've not really seen much of him since. Mourinho
2: wanted him at United in like twenty seventeen.
0: Really yeah, yeah.
1: Even the even the DM, I forgot his name. The guy who plays for Forest now, Um uh, Frula. Yeah, yeah, he had a, yeah, he had a decent
2: game as well. He had a decent of course, game. Of course, uh, Nubeid's guy, Granit Zaka, man.
0: Hey, uh, GX10.
1: <laughs> by the way, by, 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 that, that needs to be stopped, by the way. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that, bro, that, bro, that, I watched that, that, that clip from GX10, the last
3: episode <laughs> so many times, man. I found it so Which cool. clip?
1: That needs to be Where, stopped, you,
3: though, where you said GX36 or something. <laughs> like, you got the number wrong. And then thing was like, that's <laughs> such a gazy nickname. I just found it so funny.
2: GX34 sounds like some car or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, of, like, listen. Ferrari or something.
3: Top of the episode, we mentioned
0: top three pengis ballers. Granite Jacker is up there, bro. What a boy, man. What a
2: guy. <laughs> I'm questioning all the players you guys rate now, bro. Like, do you guys really <laughs> rate their seen, games?
3: <laughs> I've seen a tweet somewhere that says, like, people don't rate footballers on their ability. They just... Stand guys that are attracted <laughs> to you, which is fair enough, you know. Do your thing, uh, but but I did see that tweet.
1: Oh, hey, hey. Jacket top three,
2: bro. Come on, man. you top three. I ain't trying to hear anything from you, bro.
1: <laughs> I call life a hey, hey, blonde hair. Damn, <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, what's going on?
2: You're not real, what's bro. going not on. <laughs> Xhaka. we were talking about
0: Zaka. Yeah, let's get back to World Cup. Zaka, uh, Portugal. Unless anyone feels very strongly about either Japan, Croatia, Portugal, Switzerland, I think we can move swiftly into England, Senegal. Unless someone feels very strongly about what, any of those.
1: What, what, what I think Croatia. Watch watch two be games. Fun. Sorry, what's the two games?
0: Japan, Croatia, and Portugal, Switzerland.
1: Yeah, I've got. Yeah, I've got Croatia and then Portugal. Yeah.
2: I agree. I have Croatia and Portugal as well.
0: Amel, who you got?
1: I just said <sighs> Japan, though.
3: Yeah, and we all know it's coming. <laughs> Japan and... Fair no, but I don't want to do this, guys. What, I get peer pressure there. <laughs> 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 what? Did everyone go Portugal, Croatia? Yeah, yeah,
2: um, I'm, I'm, Just for the sake of... <laughs> yeah, J- J- you're,
3: you're going Japan. Japan Switzerland. Japan Switzerland.
0: Japan, Switzerland. There you go. I'm going uh, Japan and Portugal. But... <laughs> I said to me, I was texting him the other day, and I said, There's actually no point you having hipster takes anymore because basically all your takes are just the opposite of what anybody else would say. It's no longer a hipster, it's just the opposite. It's predictable. Amir
2: giving, giving the popular take now is the hipster take for him. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. yeah I started, I started yeah. tweeting popular takes and they bang. I'm thinking, Yo, this is easy. This life <laughs> is easy. Concept. Yeah. Um, no, but the thing is, right. I, I want your know, quick communicator official. Sure. Like, if I do say, uh, uh, a hot take, or whatever. Like I don't say it just for interactions. Like there's some big part of me that believes in it. Like the Saudi Arabia takeout, I'm gonna say that because I saw that they were a good side. So yeah, I'll give you that. Like it's, it's not just for. I'm not just trying to be edgy for the sake of being edgy, basically. Sometimes though, there is a little
2: element. I was gonna say you, that Mane it? Ronaldo won that one time, bro. I know you. I know you nah, were trying not to. Not even. I can explain
3: you know? it, but uh, guys, okay, you, but you need to forget.
1: That- I mean, it was that edgy that you had to turn your account to private, bro. Come on, bro. Yeah, (laughs)
3: because, bro, I was (laughs) getting... Cooked. The thing is, I didn't a picture. <laughs> Are we just gonna ignore that happened? Yeah. The <laughs> hold on. I didn't did take a picture. You know, listen, I didn't take. I just didn't No, no, Wait,
0: no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. on. Can explain hold what on. that on. was. Hold on. No, 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 explain what that was. No, no, oh, you know, no, you know, no, 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 no. Please believe. No, no, no. The way Amir just gonna bypass that. I was like, I know what he's doing. He's doing the men in black thing. You know,
3: men in black, where they do that thing. I just did it like on instinct. I was like, guys, you need to forget that money tweet. And bit I appreciate that you clocked the reference. Uh, yeah. All, all I'm saying is
0: though it, it, I may just whipped his camera out and taken a picture with the flash and but hasn't explained the men in black reference. So all <laughs> it I, like, it. I know, <laughs> it. I, know it. I know the reference. I just didn't clock he it. just pulled his phone out and just took a picture of us for just having a laugh. Weird. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no I didn't even take a picture I, I just put the flash weird. on I just put the flash on but it looked like quick, a. quick by the way the way you did that that was instantaneous yeah that I just weird. put the flash on from, from my home screen but what I will say is but, like, but when
1: no I... one knew no one knew he had that calculated like I'm gonna <laughs> do that at this minute
3: <laughs> <laughs> get, get one joke in like I start scripting my jokes now basically what I was saying let me just get this point on so we can go on to these other games I was just saying sometimes I post a tweet and then I explain it in the tweets below and no one reads the tweets below and they just take the yeah. main tweet and quote it and room it. Which is whatever is Twitter in it. I don't mind. But like sometimes i got to go private and just I'd rather go private than delete my tweet just out of a sense of principle. Do you know what I mean? So it is what it is.
2: For me, bro, I can't lie. My bag these days is just putting my tweet up for five minutes and then just deleting it. right you, did saw, you saw it, you saw it. If not, we want yeah.
0: to next. <laughs> Lay- Layers is a classic hit and run.
2: And that's what I do, yeah, bro. Thanks. People think I do it because like I'm ashamed of the tweet. I just can't be asked like interacting with people. I can't lie sometimes. Like,
1: wait, 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 wait. Speaking speaking of that, can I can I can I, can, I, can I talk about a tweet that I did the other day? Uh, I think it was lot. I think it was last week. Mm. I think we, we need we, to
0: start. A, I think we need to start a segment. Tweet confessions. <laughs> I <when laughs> then, then, so and, many, bro. Oh
1: my no, God. bro. The thing is, the thing is, I tweeted it. I tweeted it, and I, I and I had a phone call. I, I was at work. I tweeted. It. I had a, I had a, a long day. That's a mistake. When I came back, bro, twenty quote tweets. I, I had to delete it. It was done. I said, and it was about Holland. I said, Gakpo reminds me very, very again reminds me similar. <laughs> it gives me hear me out, hear me out. I'm hearing it gives you. Gives me a bit of vibes of early Salah in terms of the run and in terms of the and and it's, he's not the most technical, but he's more like passing the ball. Over the top. His left foot is powerful. The same way his guy, bro. I literally, I tweeted like that. Wallah, I tweeted like that. I come back. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck? Hey, what? I, don't what? It, <laughs> I don't
2: see it, whatsoever. Especially <laughs> I whatsoever. Really bro. Musala, Basel, for example. Musala Fiorentina. Roma. He was actually like a high-volume dribbler, bro. Like, mm. this guy was looking like baby Messi. This was back when he wasn't, he didn't sell his soul for basically tap bro. This is when I used to, the record, I used to look the Salah, go, okay, I, I can vibe with you. And then he went to Liverpool and, you know sold his soul for, for Golden boots, He just became a killer in the box. It's, That's we, what you want to call it. it? Some the, others would say anti-football. But, um. the, the
0: thing is, though, like we, we, ch- we sit here and chat about stats and stats and stats, but if Mo Salah is just a high-volume dribbler who scores eight goals a season and gets four assists, we don't talk about him.
2: I talk about him. I would talk about him all day <laughs> long, bro. Instead, you know what? Go get your Golden Boots. Go get your plotted <laughs> from the mainstream media. You'll never have my ratings, bro. That's all that matters. <laughs>
0: um. All right, let's very quickly chat about England-Senegal. Um, Morocco-Spain is just an interesting tie, but we will be filming, a, we'll be shooting a podcast by then, so we will talk about that game. Um, England-Senegal, uh, where do we all sit with this? phase? I'll start with you, because I think out of us four, you're the least England fan, I think, in the room.
2: I agree. I'm the one, I'm, I'm one who's spent
1: the least time here, bro.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, but I think he
0: actually, you. like, he doesn't like England whereas
1: I think for okay. real no no no, yeah. no, 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 no 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 listen, listen like, like, big up I've got the passport oh, no, like, and <laughs> all that let, let's not get it twisted <laughs> let's not get it twisted uh, but, but the thing is I'm not I don't feel I don't feel British and, and 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 I'm not I'm not one of those guys that fake it oh let's bring it home it's coming home a part of me don't want it to come home and, I, and, and again I, I'm going to sound very 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 bad here when when England again I, I don't I, I don't care like when a part of me, Italy, Italy against England in 2021, a part of me felt like you know what, I really want Italy to win here, like, and that that was only because maybe they beat Denmark and 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 Sterling dived, as 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 Umer knows, uh, but um, other than that, he I competed,
3: think complete he complete ten dribbles that game, game though, so it doesn't matter. But he
1: dived though, <laughs> he dived there, he dived there. Uh, he dived there, but you know, but the game against Senegal, a part of me don't want in England to win. But then again, I have to you know, in like it. I'm going to the World Cup. I have to be my England bags here. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but but yeah, that's what that that's the whole England uh, situation with me. I don't want them to win, and that, fair that's fair enough. So you don't have to support right? them, in it, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, and no one's forcing you. I'm supporting a rocker anyway. So
3: to be fair, that, that and I know a, a lot of people who like let's say if you didn't grow up in a sort of like in England the whole time, or if you're not actually if you have the sort of different countries that you're attached to, then like they don't buy into the narrative of sport in England as much, which is fair enough. Like, I think that was a conversation that came up during the Euros and I, I spoke about it a bit as well. Um But to be fair, one thing I will say is like the current England team and like the players coming through now, they're a bit more like the players that I feel like I can relate to. Um mm. And like early doors, I think like, I don't know, like mid 2000s, early like 2010s and all that, like I wasn't fully... I wasn't fully moved by England as a team to support, but I think now sort of uh, the, the likes of Rashford, uh, Sterling and, and, and those sort of guys, like I I want them to do well. So I'll always sort of now root for England um, unless they're playing my boy Saudi Arabia, if they had come through.
2: No, no, I, I hear you though, Faisal, because for me as well, I, I don't support the U S even though I spent most of my life living in the United States. I've never supported the U S at a tournament. I kind of hear what you're saying. Like, I don't consider myself like I have an American passport because I spent so much time there, but like I was never considered American when I was growing up. Like I've never felt American in my life. So I don't really have, it's not like I don't go as far as saying, I hope the U S loses. But I've never like really felt. It's almost like a neutral. It's almost like a neutral. Yeah. To be honest with you, for me anyways, like, International football for me, anyways, has always been like I kind of just treat it as like a neutral feeling, anyways. And I like to see my favorite players do well, but I've never had that affiliation for the US at, at a tournament ever. So I kind of hear what you're saying.
0: I know for a fact most people put their headphones in hoping for some like tactical analysis on this game. And we all went, We ain't affiliated to this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think England, though, will beat Senegal. Like, I, I think Senegal, I keep saying, right? Mane for me has really undergone like a physical decline the last few years but for Senegal he is such a major factor for them not just like as a football player but like he is their spiritual leader as well as being their captain as well or no Coulibaly is their captain but he is such a major presence for that team and um, I th- I think his miss is massive because I really think with him Senegal could have done some special things at this tournament but without him I think England will be far too much
0: could not agree more um sorry may go on
3: I was just going to say, I, I think Senegal are like a really strong side defensively though. Um, and I think... I wish mean, I they continued
0: against Qatar, bro.
3: They did. That
1: was a great um, goal, by the way. That was a great goal.
0: That was a great goal, yeah.
1: But the thing so. is,
3: just in general though, they're like really compact centrally. And I, I remember in, in the game against Netherlands, Netherlands really had to push it until the end and rely on these moments of brilliance to actually get a, get their first goal and then sort of hit, hit against the run of play to get the second. So... I don't know. I think we could struggle a little bit, but I trust our defense really to try and keep out Senegal. I know that they've got um, they've got Sarr, who's like a massive threat, and I think he's actually been having a, a good tournament. Um, and I'm surprised that sort of no one bought him uh, and and played him in the Premier League this season. I think he could easily play at that level. Um, so he's really the only threat. But I think if you have Kyle Walker back, um, then yeah, it should sort of be uh, an England win for me.
1: I'm more surprised at the fact that you to st- that you that, that you referred England as we and our I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs>
3: Sterling and Rashford, man.
2: <laughs> I lo- I'm loving what I'm saying from Rashford too, bro. His, his revival the last six months after the, the the torrid twelve to eighteen months he's had. I'll be honest, I'm I'm a I'm a massive Rashford fan. Like, I don't know if I've Same. ever told you guys the story. The first game I ever went to go watch United at Old Trafford was Rashford's debut uh in the in the Europa League against Midland. And I was there also for the Arsenal game. So like I'm not saying I got like this connection with him, but like Rashford, I've always loved him from that moment. But like, I did not think he was coming back from the form he was in. I last had the faith. Year. I, I really always have the him.
3: faith in guys who, when they when they fall off, I always have the faith. I was like, PSG, I'm a, I'm a pessimistic football. fan. PS... A I'm a, a, like a... football.
2: Fan, to be honest, but a a Rashford's a is like... revival, I'd love to see it. But I'm so happy for him.
0: i mean, like, um, what do they call him? Like a foster parent in football, <laughs> bro. I have to <laughs> become play, a coach yeah, because I'm
3: signing every guy. <laughs> who needs to be saved. My team is going to be like these 11 guys who were like washed up and we win a trophy and they make a film about it. And that's it. Coach
0: Carterflex. Facts. Um, All right. (laughs) <laughs> We're gonna come to the icebreaker. Just very quickly, uh, we spoke a lot about Serbia, we spoke a lot about Denmark pre-tournament, it's that whole Turkey thing all over again. Uruguay, uh, don't forget
2: about them. Though. Yeah, Uruguay. Faisal, don't well, I owe you an apology because I was cooking you all day about you sending Uruguay
3: to the semifinals.
2: Nubaid had Uruguay going to the World Cup final, bro, and I
3: didn't know that. So I owe you an apology. this is why we've not mentioned it. The host has been controlling the narrative today. What, That's what, what if, hold on. No rating podcast
2: never posts Nubed's blunders. It's always this our is what hot I takes that they post. This is what
3: they never I said. Post
2: I hey,
0: it. listen. People don't need to hear from the host. They need to hear from the guests. I'm trying to make you guys stars. I don't want the stardom, you know? I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to you guys. Yo, look at the uh, big
3: bag bro i did not i did not know that well, the well, had I, the, I, I, I don't remember it, it. I, I forgot ball ball about tree. it until you mentioned it
0: yeah nah I, it was thing is on that side of the bracket i just couldn't pick who was going where so just i ended up going on one of those runs where you go ah oh, they'll be they'll be they and i was like yeah. oh shit they're in the final i was like how do i get out of this now i was like "Nah, they're in <laughs>
3: the idea of Darwin Nunes is so much better than current Darwin Nunes <laughs> like even in my yeah. head I was like Darwin Nunes like for me he's like a WWE character he's not real he's not a real footballer like I just have this storyline that I create about Darwin Nunes and I just imagine that he's gonna sort of bag a hat trick and then get a red card like then I watch him on the pitch and like to be fair they're not fully playing to his strengths and I think he can Fulfill his potential and be like a great striker. But sometimes I watch I'm him just... and I think like the idea of Darwin Nunes is like it's completely different. I think we just watch him for the spectacle right now more than his actual top top quality, uh, which he can fulfill, but he hasn't. I'm yet. checking
1: I'm checking I'm checking the predictions and Nubade had had uh, Darwin Nunes as the bronze ball. So is laughs
3: <laughs>, oh, Yo, Faisal's laughing, laughs kill me.
2: Yeah, he's killing me
3: today. <laughs> Faisal,
1: who, Faisal, who did you have for
2: your number one for the bronze ball?
1: Uh Bronzo. <laughs> <25. laughs>
0: hey my god Leah really? li- shout out. Dude, I no can't really.
1: lie, listen, listen. S- speaking of Feddy, I want uh, I would like to send this message um to uh, to uh, to Twitter and to and to and to TikTok and to IG and to all the people who been for the past 24 48 hours sending me DMs uh, wh- wh- where's your boy? Where's your boy? Chat to me about your boy, yeah. And this message goes to them, yeah. I feel like and again, and, and I'm being serious right now, yeah. I feel like, and I think I'm a part I'm a part to blame on this, that a lot of people are now hating on Fede. And you can hate on me, that's fine. <laughs> but... Don't go for my Fede. <laughs> that's their that, point of hating on Fede, bro. Like, what's going on here? And I feel like, you know what? Honestly, honestly. And the thing is, I, uh, it shows how elite Fed has been. <laughs> what's going what's to the <laughs> This
2: guy's hilarious, bro.
1: <laughs> and the thing is, yeah, it shows, I can't lie, it shows how elite Fed has been, that he's now being perceived as the high standards. A lot of people now judging him on high standards, and I'm happy he's gone to that point, yeah?
2: Faisal, we're judging him off your standards. You called him a top three player in the world, so we were you, expecting you top three performance.
3: Faisal, you said he'd be in your all-time 11 at right wing.
1: That's cap. That's cap. Baisley,
3: nah, you nah. said he was a player that in four to five years would surpass Steven Gerrard. <laughs> <laughs> These
2: he are yeah. the standards we're holding you him to because right you here. gave him you those standards,
1: right bro. Right, Hang me out. Me out. We're, uh, let's talk about feddy's three performances. The first game, he was man of the match. The second game against Portugal. The second game against Portugal. He was your guys' best player. You can't... He wasn't he, better than
2: Bentancourt against Portugal, bro. That's not true.
1: Bentancourt right, had this 1-1 and that's it. Fedde against Portugal did everything... For that team. There was one incident in the second half where he literally won the ball in his own half, ran all this all the way to the other side of the pitch and gave it to Bates boy, Darwin Nunes, who I don't <laughs> know how he could control the ball. And the, thing, and, the, and the last game and the, the game today against against Ghana, both the goals that, that Uruguay scored came from him. So from the first goal came from him winning the ball, and the second game, he was part of it. The thing is who fed it, yeah. A lot of people now expect Fede to score a scream out, and that's it. It was a great performance from Fede. But he does a lot of shit behind the scenes that no one, no one looks at. Against Portugal... I
2: think the he's game... great, Faisal. Let me, no, 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 I mean, me lie, let me lie,
1: let me okay, lie, let me lie. Oh. Oh. The game oh. against Portugal, he had the most... I, I read I read a stat today. The game against Portugal, he had the most defensive duties and defensive clearances of our, everyone on the pitch. Combined. Ten. Ten defensive clearances. I'm, it's starting to get a point there. Yeah? If you judge Fedis' World Cup performance compared to the KDB World Cup performance, FedEx performances has been better. Let's be real. Do you guys agree? Mm. But why is it? Why is it now that Fedis' Fedis' Fedis slander is becoming much more highly? And you know what? And I feel like you know what. I credit. I credit. I I I'll put myself. I put my. I put my hands up. But I feel like. I feel like is Now I'm happy. Fede is now perceived as a great player, and high standards needs to be brought onto him. And I'm happy that is that's the case.
2: F- Hazel, can I re- retort to that? F- uh, Fede Valverde is an excellent player. I was gassing him up before last season, and I think last season, like now, people are starting talking about last. Uh, they're starting to talk about him a lot more. Excuse me, but he was great last year. The Champions League performance he had in the final was unbelievable. But you have put him now, like you, like you said, you correctly credit yourself for giving him the standard now of a top three player on the planet being the player with the most defensive interceptions or oh he did the behind the scenes work for this goal or a top three player on the planet Faisal that's like the bare minimum bro people were expecting
1: to see Lias, that's not his job the The the, only game
2: I know I know what his job is Faisal I agree those things are like what you're describing is his job but when you're talking about a top three player on the planet. Teddy Valverde is not that though. That, that, that's the reality of the situation, bro. He played a he played an okay tournament for his standards. He can play better than he did this tournament. But when you put him to that standard, people are I, I don't think you can judge a player
3: just on tournament football. As in, it's just three games. Yeah, like, there's so much variance. I think if you're looking true. at Valverde, I, I think Faisal's take was based on the games that we've seen so far that in the season. It's on form rather than on pure quality. Um, which is not, like, a massively outlandish take. I think with tournament football, there's so many of these takes where it's, like, this plays the best of all time. Like, Mbappé is amazing. But before the tournament, people were saying, Neymar and Messi are better than Mbappé right now. And now people are saying Mbappé is clear, best in the world, going to surpass or has surpassed Henri, things like that. So it's very, like, a reactionary thing based on, like, a, such a fine margin, two or three games, really.
1: And... Um, they're taking and I mean, you're right, and, and, and they're taking two free three games into account. and They're taking the fact that he's not he's not being put into the position that he know he, he's he, he's capable, not not capable of necessarily more of his professional. So the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the only game which I've seen him play advanced is last game. It's it's game against Ghana, where he's playing much more advanced the way he knows how to play. The the game, the game, the last two games, he's been playing way more defensive, which which he can do. But that's not Fede of this season. The right wing Fede. The the more advanced Fede. And and if you have him there, he's a top five player in the world. It's that simple. It's that simple. The only reason, First the only reason, reason, top the
2: only reason why... First of all, he's dropped two positions for you now. He's dropped two positions for you now because he was top no, no, three no, top for five,
1: you. Top five for you. Top three for me.
2: He's not top five for me. <laughs> Dude, don't put those words right <laughs> 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 I didn't go that far.
0: Here's the, here's the thing on Fede Valverde, right? I think... Faisal, obviously, we know for a fact loves Fede through and through every way possible. I think...
3: (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. That was a
0: self-pause. That was a self-pause. I'm allowed to do that. (laughs) We we clarified that self pause. are allowed. All right, right, keep it moving. Keep
3: it moving. At the uh, At the end of the world... Hey,
1: the sheikhs. Don't listen to him, man. (laughs) Don't listen to him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) At the end of the tournament, we're going to do... A, a bumper like two-hour episode of us for we We'll talk through the predictions. I'll give out that £100. We'll talk through Fede Valverde. We'll for- talk about Darwin Nunez and we'll record it at a time that's sensible, six in the evening, so we can talk endlessly over and over again about all the situations and everything else. I'm going to go back to Darwin Nunez very, very quickly because all I saw on Twitter today was Darwin Nunez sort of circulating around and everything he'd been up to. Amir, you described him as the thought of him is better than the actual version of him. Right uh, now, Faisal, yeah. how... Yeah, Faisal, how would you describe Darwin Nunez? I
1: think I think today he played well. I think today he 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 was part. He was he contributed to both goals. I feel like the hate the hate is getting a bit more towards him, and yeah. and the only reason why that's the case is because of the price tag, isn't it? Like it's hundred mil, and they expect a bit more. But I feel like with him, I feel like Liverpool players are much more hated compared to any other players, in my opinion. I feel like any 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 player that signs for Liverpool for a big money. The spotlight is much more like Grealish. Like let's let's talk about Grealish. No one is really talking about him being the flop that he has, despite despite the price tag. But I feel like this World Cup campaign, like like I think like like the way Fede is, they haven't used him. And I don't think they've used Darwin to the way they should. I
2: disagree, Faisal. I I, I could agree with the Fede part. I think Nunez, and I don't want this to come off as slander, but I think he has been slightly exposed this tournament in that he has uses for sure. Darwin is a very useful player. I think he's a great player. Like he can score you goals and he will score you goals in abundance. His chaos, he's an, a, I call him a, a pest. He's like a flea, bro. He's always in defender's ears. He's always, you can't rest when you're defending against this guy. But there's more to being a number nine than that. And I think the, the Portugal game for me was the perfect representation of it. You look at 39-year-old Pepe approaching the, the end of his career. I thought he schooled Darwin Nunez. I thought that was like, Master versus Apprentice type school. honestly. Darwin Nunez needs to, his back to goal game for me is not where it needs to be at this level. And it's, it's, it's normal to an extent, right? Like he is a young player and he will only get better under Jurgen Klopp. But he knows how to play one way, in my opinion, at this moment. It's at 100 miles an hour, full chaos, running in behind, running at players. But there are going to be games where as a striker, you need to do more. You need to be able to hold off defenders, bring others into play. And I don't think his game is polished enough at this level yet. I think he'll get there. But at the moment, he is very, very raw. And he's entertaining to watch. But I think Uruguay needed a lot more from him in this tournament. And I think it'll be a, a growing pain for him. I think he'll get there eventually, but he's not
1: there yet. For me, for me, for me, I don't think... I said on SDS a couple of, couple of months ago. I feel like he reminds me of Timo when Chelsea bought him. That it would take him a season or two, or even that maybe... He wouldn't even be. I, I don't see him. I think I said I think I mentioned it once. I don't I, I don't see him in Liverpool in about two to three years from now. I feel like Nunez. Darwin Nunes. I feel like Liverpool is persi- and he, he's fair enough. He scored a goals isn't it? The last, the last before the World Cup break, he's, I think he's won eight goals. I think maybe. Mm. He will score your like, goals too. He'll always he, score
2: your goals, in my opinion.
1: Exactly. But I feel like Liverpool is persisting with it, and club is persisting with it just because of the price tag. If he if he was never 100 mil, I don't I don't see Liverpool starting him. But they, to be fair, both, though, they've been playing Firmino right over him, point. anyways. Yeah, plays
2: be He's been playing off the left, to be honest with you, Darwin yeah. at Liverpool.
0: I think all, once, also, once Diaz
1: is back, and once Diaz is back, who's who's going to be the main striker? Is it is it I Bobby? Is it Darwin?
0: As a Liverpool fan, I think long term it will be Darwin. Liverpool. I think yeah. actually this World Cup would have probably ticked Klopp off because he probably has been getting him to a more calmer version of what he is. Now he's gone on, the, gone to the World Cup, and it just feels like he's just getting all of Suarez's toxic traits and <laughs> and relaying them. And you kind of want you like you want him to have the pitbull attitude. You don't want him to do these things where he's like trying to scuff the penalty penalty spot by kicking through four players. I just sometimes I just wish this geezer would just just, just be a bit more out of trouble.
2: You should have you shouldn't have bought an Uruguayan striker, then, bro. This is in the culture I, I don't of the mind country. Him doing if all you were of from that, Montevideo. But... There's shithousery in your veins, bro. This is what Uruguayans are like.
0: All right. Darwin, Rineas aside. Just very quickly, Lee, as we spoke before we hopped on the pod, and you said you wanted to mention Kevin De Bruyne. uh, We don't have that long because what we found is people don't want to listen to things for two hours in between watching football 24-7 hours a day. Um, Kevin De Bruyne, very disappointing tournament.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, Look, I think he redeemed himself a bit in the final game. I don't think he was exceptional in that final game, but he at least looked like some form of Kevin De Bruyne. I don't have an issue with Belgium not winning the World Cup, but I have an issue with their best player and their only chance of doing anything at a tournament coming out before the tournament, whether it was the night before, a few months uh, written before, and, and effectively saying that your team has no chance of doing anything. And whether he has a point or not, I agree, Belgium were never going to win the World Cup. But I watched the Croatia team with the same average age as this Belgium team four years ago with an aging player in Luka Modric, who was the heartbeat of that team, go all the way to the World Cup final. Again, that's not to say Belgium had to get to the final, but to basically automatically write off your chances because you don't like the the players at your disposal. And I don't know if the Borina likes playing for Belgium. I've heard rumors that that's the case, that he's not like a guy who's dying to go out on international break every single time. I know he had words about the Nations League calling it useless, but I thought it was a really poor mentality for a player that I have a lot of respect for. I've, I've been on the record. I think Kevin De Bruyne has an argument to be the best midfield player the Premier League has ever seen. So what I say is not slander towards the guy. It's not me saying he's not a good player. I hold him to a certain standard. And seeing a player of that caliber coming out and basically downplaying his team's chances before a ball is even kicked was really disappointing for me to see, especially when you don't live up to your side of the bargain. If you come out and ball out and your team's not good enough, fair enough. But to basically come out and say that and then the first two games be as poor as I've ever seen Kevin De Bruyne play was really disappointing for me. Really really disappointing. And the second the third game he played a lot better and Lukaku, of course, all the attention's going to be on him, but that was a main takeaway for me. Really really disappointing to hear that from him.
0: All right. Um I mean, just very quickly, do you have any big disappointments? We've had we've had everyone else's so I may as well give you a chance before you complain.
3: Um <laughs> uh...
0: No, oh, that's that's right. Normally, got loads to say. Um, Denmark, Belgium, who else did we say earlier? Denmark, Belgium, Uruguay, Serbia, Uruguay,
3: Germany, what, yeah, Germany, yeah. I think it would be pointless not to mention their, I mean, massive failure, really. I think the only team that they performed well against... I mean, and I don't even know if they performed well. Actually, no, they, they definitely did. But like, they performed well against Costa Rica, but they were still behind at one point and, and conceding two goals against them. I just think with their side, I have just... Uh, I don't love Han- Hansi Flick. And I, I know sort of Let's everyone... want talk in about there. Hansi Flick, I, really I, don't I, about I don't want to talk about him too much. But, nope. but what I will say is, I think everyone in the tactics world... uh, To be fair, even casuals, because the way he plays is really exciting. I think everyone sort of loves Hansi Flick, and they were sort of really high on this Germany side under Hansi Flick, saying sort of Enrique Flick, best team managers in the tournament. I've not always loved Hansi Flick, because I think in that sextuple, and it sounds stupid criticising a manager who's won the sextuple, but I think in that sextuple winning side, it was so attacking that they were conceding loads and loads of, big chances in moments that could have switched the entire narrative of the game. Um, and yeah. at that point, I just felt like they weren't getting punished enough for the amount of chances that they were conceding. And for that reason, I didn't like the balance of Flick's side. I think from a yeah. fan's perspective, watching a really attacking side um, go all out and suffocate teams, it's really fun to watch. But just as this sort of, from a tactical perspective, I didn't really like it. And I think maybe it's like a personal thing as well, because city we i think dominated leon in that champions league run um in terms of chances we created and we conceded like two chances and both of them were goals that we conceded um and then i watched the bayern game where it was bayern versus leon and bayern conceded far more greater chances to leon without being punished for it um and i just thought like this is a bit bizarre it doesn't make sense and obviously they they smashed barcelona 8-2 but in the first half they were like before the game ran away from from uh, Barcelona, there were yeah. like two or three really big Barcelona chances that should have been put away. I think, uh, and even the seven
2: two away... against Spurs, Umir seven two against Spurs was that a similar 7-2 thing result. Yeah, yes,
3: mm. absolutely. Um, so at that point, and, and since then, I've always felt about Hansi Hansi Flick that it's not for me really, and I think he probably overperformed at that time. And you can't really criticize someone who's won six trophies in the season. It's like. I think him and only pep have done it. Um, but just at that point, I was like, I feel like it's unfair based on the performances that he's managed and, and the trophies that he's won. So since then I've just, I wouldn't call it an agenda or whatever, but I've just not loved Hansi Flick. And then like seeing them be a bit sort of punished the other way and it regressed a little bit to the, to the mean. I'm not going to say I'm happy that Germany went out because I wanted to go, and want to go through. But I was like, I was fine with it, to be honest. They didn't have a killer up front. They didn't play full Krug until it was a bit late. Uh, they lacked a bit of balance in the side. Their defence, I thought, was not so good. Um, sort of their rest defence. They didn't have players behind the ball when they were pushing all these guys on. I think Rudiger was really impressive. Uh, but the other defenders didn't massively impress me. So a-, a lot of people were saying, if Germany went through here, they would have been my favourites to win the whole thing. Mm. I, I, for me, I don't see it like that. I thought they dominated that first game, the first half, incredibly well. After that, they had sort of patchy performances um, that looked better than they actually were, and they lacked sort of certain profiles that would have taken them to that next level. So, I don't think them getting knocked out is a massive, massive injustice based on their actual performances. I sound like a yeah, I, I, honestly, honestly.
1: <laughs> honestly i'm I, i'm i'm very i'm very very happy gem lost and and, and 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 i feel like this is i feel like message you know how you know how that you now the saying the saying has come up on twitter rise message also rise bro <laughs> <laughs> this, is you this is this is all you now this is all you you must rise <laughs> you must rise Mesut Ozil. and i'm very happy i'm very happy he took a picture in the world cup saying and this was after Germany got knocked out. He took but a he picture. But he always does thing.
3: that. He has such like yeah. tactical timing with his social media. Arsenal is funny. And he says, "Thank you, know.
1: thank you so much, uh, guitar for the po- uh, and that was after what uh, the guitar person did with the celebration and put the put the thing." But I'm very happy that right? uh, 2014 Ozil was very, despite not the sta- the stats not showing it, was one of the uh, the key members for for Germany. 2018. I initially I tweeted yesterday he wasn't part of the um, part of part of the team when they got knocked out in the group. He actually was. He played two of the three games. But I read somewhere today he had the most chances created despite only playing two games. Had the most chances created in the whole tournament, even about just two games, which is which is insane to hear of, and to and for them to kick him out, having for him to to win the most Germany best player of the year awards I believe of like six or seven or eight for for him to kick him out the way they kicked him out. And I'm so happy they got knocked out. Mesut we, uh, Ozil, guys.
0: <laughs> we had a big uh, conversation about Mesut Ozil a few days ago. And there's, a, there's like a nine-minute segment where it's just Mesut Ozil propaganda. Um, it was tremendous. Um, I like before, it. We you, <laughs> before we love you and leave you. Before we love you and leave you. Next week's Icebreaker. Well, actually, this episode's Icebreaker, which you guys will have to answer on social media is very... Simple. I'm going to change it up a little bit because what I've got written in front of me, I don't completely love. So I'm going to go with this instead. If you could sign one player from another country and put them in the country you support, who would it be and why it has to be a current player and they have to fit the current nation that you're supporting? For example, if I wanted Jamal Moussiela, Pakistan, that would be the player I would sign. This is so be.
2: obvious. <laughs> uh... I was about to call you Fouad. Uh, Nubid, can I? Can I, <laughs> let me, I, I've been spending too much
3: time with Fouad at, at It's not even an insult. Fouad is one of the goats,
2: man. Fouad has great vibes. You should take that as a compliment. But let me tell you this. What are you trying Algeria, to say? more good about it.
1: Ay, ay, Respect them
3: both. Respect them
2: both. Mine is perfect, right? Algeria need a striker so bad because Slimani and Buneja, these guys aren't footballers, but they're basketball players. They play better with the ball in the air, off the ground, than they do with the ball at their feet. Benzema, we ain't even gotta take it, like bro. Just, just—he's <laughs> got the passport already. Benzema in this Algeria team, bro. We wouldn't have just qualified for the World Cup. We'd have won it, honestly. Wow. <laughs> we were striker away from making history.
0: You didn't even qualify, bro. You didn't even qualify. You think but no, but anyway? Yeah, we were
2: striker away from 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 doing it all, bro. That was the, oh. that's the so, difference. So, I was so, this so, close so, to greatness. You think
1: Benzema and Algeria? You guys won the World Cup? That's what I said, right? <laughs> know, but know, but not, but do you mean it? Do you mean it? He's trying to get a clip out of me. <laughs>
2: We've already got it. <laughs> we wouldn't have won the world. We wouldn't have won the World Cup, but we would hey. have done.
1: It's too, too, late, too late, bro. It's too late. The big guy came already, bro.
0: Basil yeah. <laughs> works for me now. Basil, <laughs> 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 you got um, you got anyone in mind
1: for Iraq? <laughs> <laughs> where do you start? <laughs> uh, where Where do I start, honestly? You know what? You know what? I would love like, that get, get a
3: FIF in Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> it was
1: Zidane Iqbal. Zidane Iqbal at, the, at the camp position. I would love. I would love to have because we've got we've got Muhammad on the left. Ah, uh, who is Zidane Iqbal you
2: know for Iraq? No. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Who's for Iraq?
1: No, he's Yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. At the camp position, we've got Mohammed on the left, and Muhammad. You know what? I would love to have Fedi on the right. You know. Oh my God! All <laughs> <on the>
0: right, <laughs> right, moving on. How moving they not on. See that come
3: in, bro? How they not see that coming, bro. Well, How did I not see that coming? Who would you have voted, man? What you saying?
0: Who would you have, man?
3: Well, if we're saying Pakistan, just love, uh, just love Neymar in there. Mate. Why not? Yeah, there is. <laughs> even if we're talking England, even if we're talking England, put Neymar in there as well let like me take
2: just... mine back Benzema high bro Mbappe's got an Algerian mom Psst, yeah, that... I'm not going to lie I
0: would have Alison Becker at Pakistan let me explain though in the Asia Cup I need some he's going to play wicket on, keeper <laughs> <laughs> alright um, I'm, I'm going to just leave it there I think that <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just> gonna... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, a cricket reference or yeah it's like the yeah, guy who stands oh. behind the wickets
3: and he like dives and catches the ball
0: yeah Yeah.
1: i've never never watched cricket
0: first don't watch films don't watch cricket never mind um that (laughs) is all we have time for (laughs) that is officially all we have time for uh has a flight to catch tomorrow lias is probably doing another ton of podcasts and everything else um amir you should be revising because you need to pass because podcasts ain't gonna pay the bills unfortunately i mean it might for those of you listening make sure you like, follow, subscribe and everything else. Make sure you follow all the guys and no ratings pod on socials as well. And we'll see you on the next one.